This is a podcast for all things Campbell women's basketball during the 2019-2020 season. Hey guys, I'm Evan Budrovich, the voice of Campbell Women's Hoops, and I'm excited to share some great conversations we're going to have all season long with our players, coaches, and support staff who help make this team possible. Our main focus is to dive deeper into this year's mantra, sweat and serve, and explain the background of what makes these players special. We're going to find out some neat details about where these players come from and what makes them tick, and also the serve part of the mantra, learning more about our heavy investment in life beyond the basketball court. So sit back, and I hope you enjoy this next episode of Sweat and Serve. Okay, Julia, let's start with the most important question because I ask every kid this when they show up to campus, and you're a junior now, so you've had a couple of years to marinate on it. What brought you to Campbell, and what have you thought about your last couple of years here on the basketball team? I feel like I get this question a lot. What brought me to Campbell? Um, starting in Maryland, uh, and I worked my way down in the college tour, um, and everything was very personal when I came to Campbell. Everyone... Uh, was willing to take an extra minute to ask who I was and what brought me there. And uh, I think that continues to be true, is uh, the people I meet daily around uh, campus and who I get to connect with every day is uh, something special at Campbell. You were invited as a, as a walk-on to this team, and it was kind of neat, you know, two weeks before the season, oh, hey, we have this new girl, Julia Crocker, she's on the team, can you take some pictures of her, whatever, and we're like, okay, let's do it. So give me a sense of how that all kind of unfolded for you. Yeah, isn't that kind of crazy how it all worked out? Um, I talked to Coach Fisher a little earlier, and he, he, said, he kept saying, I can't promise you anything, I can't promise you anything. I said, I don't need a promise, I just need an opportunity, and uh, it's been a blessing. Uh, absolutely to get this opportunity and be around this team and who they are and just be a part of something bigger than myself has been the biggest blessing um, and I can't thank them enough for that for that opportunity and how it all worked out I don't know but um, I'm very thankful it did. You guys have certainly been spoiled in terms of trips the last couple of years and you know the one that comes to mind is the Dominican Republic from, from last summer and there was some service oriented to it. There was some basketball, obviously, but we'll, we'll talk the hoops later. That's not the important <laughs> stuff now. What um, what did you learn from that trip, and what stood out to you? <sighs> that was a really cool trip. Um, I think I learned a lot about love that trip, and um, it really isn't just about what you have and what well, getting getting yours in this world and making sure you're taking care of your own, but uh, just to see those kids and those at the communities we went to how they smiled and how they interacted with us was something really special and that uh to go I don't know how many miles away to figure that out but uh to bring that back and forever hold on to that was really special there were some neat experiences where you guys were in a classroom you know teaching kids kind of with different languages and you had Lou trying to help you out but I mean what's that experience like of meeting kids from across the world pretty much you know different country and trying to bond with them for a couple days Right, and it really was. It was a language barrier, and uh, I didn't know any Spanish. Uh, you know, hola was about it, and uh, working with that was, uh, you know, how can I just make that person smile? How can I step outside myself and uh, figure out what makes them excited, what makes them happy, and uh, just trying to get outside yourself and 
put yourself in somebody else's shoes and uh, learn who they are and what makes them special is uh, something I learned for sure on that trip. One of my favorite memories, and maybe for you too, was riding a pontoon boat out to an island and, and relaxing for the day. So I think you took the GoPro and did some scuba diving. Tell me about your day out there. Oh, yeah. I've never seen fish like that before. I mean, clear water. I could see right down to the bottom, starfish. Unfortunately, I think uh, Ash got a little surprise uh, that that jellyfish sting. She's got a cool scar from it. Uh, I was about two feet from her. I said, um, somebody's got to help this girl out. Uh, I don't know. We tried to get her back on the boat as fast as possible. I think everyone else uh, tried to race it up there, too. Teo's climbing up the front. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's something really cool, something different that uh, I have appreciation for. I mean, you don't get to see that every day. So it's pretty cool. Something we do see a lot is is you guys on the bench during the games and, and celebrating and, you know, putting up different hand signals and, and celebrating threes. Um, where did some of that come from, and how does it all spawn for you? I mean, don't they make it so easy? I mean, I, it's so exciting the way that our team plays. Uh, when you're putting up how many 19 threes, uh, it's pretty easy to just, in the moment, uh, figure out a good celebration and have a lot of fun with it. So. Now, you were part of that. You hit a three as well, and then I saw Caroline Bounds and BK were behind you, yeah. and you kind of made a point to point to them. That must have been a pretty neat moment. Those are my people. I had to uh, shout them out to appreciate the support from them. But uh, I got to credit Elle Mack on that. She, at halftime, she said, all right, here we go. And we went to the corner, and she got me some shots up. So uh, I appreciate her for that. So extra shots, not only in pregame, but during halftime. That's the key. That's the key. At halftime, you got to get that margin barrier. You got to get back and warm it up. She told me to keep warming up my wrist. So I was just taking advice from the pro. So now that the men's game has moved back to the three-point line, I've seen you guys shoot from both. Is it one of those things you can notice, or is it just you're, you're seeing a line and you're, you're jacking up threes? I don't know. Shy seems to hit from wherever. Uh, Key doesn't, you know, she'll step into the ocean and shoot from wherever. So um, I don't know. Svenja's probably used to it with the FIBA line. Lou doesn't care. I think it's funny that they can just uh, hit from anywhere. So not a problem for us at all. After that last game against St. Andrews, I think probably four or five girls came up and like tackled you, basically, like grabbed you oh, at the sure. end. Why did they? Why did they come bombard you? Oh, that's just uh, that's just our love for each other, and uh, I wouldn't want to be doing this with anybody else. And that's really and truly who we are, and uh, uh, love them. <laughs> that was that was what that was was uh, just our love for each other. Yeah, since you're a third-year player now, you've seen a lot of these kids growing up. Give me a sense a little bit of what this group is like and what's it like playing with them every day. Oh, it's so fun. I mean, we I think this year we really have an understanding that uh, we're, we're really good and we have the potential to really work for something that not individually we could achieve on our own, but together um, we're going to do a lot of really fun and uh, cool stuff this year. And... Um, I think our freshmen have really stepped up and uh, been a been a big part of that and just committing to getting something done, working hard, <laughs> long hours, but, uh, you know, just knowing that we're playing for the person next to us and uh, the name on the front of the shirt, not the back. So, so you growing up in Maryland, I believe a four-sport athlete in high school. It's fun, yeah. I did whatever I could, whatever I can get my hands on, whatever my parents allowed. <laughs> So I guess, you know, everyone's always curious, you know, you, you, were, you were playing some, some swimming, some soccer, some basketball, you were bouncing around. 
why did you end up wanting to go to college and try to walk onto a college basketball team? I, um, I think it came from my dad. My dad, so we came to Campbell. I wasn't, there's no promises as Coach Fisher told me. And uh, my dad kind of took me aside that day. He dropped me off and was like, hey, I think you should go talk to Coach Fisher. And uh, that was when he kind of put something inside of me that said, uh, go for it. You know, that's always been a dream of mine. Um, he believed in me, and that's kind of what I needed from that extra push. But uh, kind of still bringing that I have fun in whatever I do and just uh, every opportunity is a blessing and uh, go ahead and capitalize on it. So, Campbell is a pretty tight-knit community and it's relatively easy to get around campus and whatnot, but every time I'm walking around I see you guys in groups. It's almost like bunches of athletes, especially yeah. basketball players. Yeah. Um, who's in your pack and uh, do you guys have nicknames or kind of things that you, when you're walking around campus you guys call each other? <sighs> It's so we really have our own language. I mean, there is no telling what you'll hear across a campus, and uh, I don't know. We we really uh, all bond together whenever we see it. It's it's like oh my goodness, I'm being attacked, but uh, it's it's hilarious. You you never know what's gonna come out, and uh, it might be something as as silly as oh what's up, or you know that accent that they all get when uh, it just sounds like. Some the freshmen once told me they said, "What? Why are you all talk like that? Like little kids?" And we're like, "What do you mean little kids? It's just how we talk. We don't even notice it, and it uh, it just has become a part of how we communicate." So, what's it been like this year for you now that you've had a couple of years to experience it and get a sense of it, and and coming off that fun playoff run and all that stuff? I mean, what are what are things that make you wake up and say, "I want to come to see these people and go to work," you know, every day or however long it is. Yeah, it's, I've really learned a lot. Um, I think before I didn't have that appreciation for uh, the little things and uh, just making every, working to perfect every little thing and just working on how can I get better to help in this area. Um, and I think we've really grown and to see growth is encouraging and helps you to get up and come every day. And oh, our teammates make it so easy to come in. We just, we play for each other and uh, just do something special for uh, each other. You guys are pretty competitive, obviously, on the floor, but also we see on the track with posts that, <laughs> you know, coaches run up in the morning uh, with Alex in the weight room. I mean, who's who's the most competitive? It could be yourself. That's totally fine. <laughs> and uh, who pushes you to work the hardest? Oh, Taya inspires me every day in the, in the weight room. Uh, she's uh, picking up, throwing around 70 pounds. I'm like, oh, you go pick up something heavy. I'll, uh, I'll work on this band over here. <laughs> and... Uh, Meek's always one step in front of me on the track and sprints, and so I'm like, man, coach is always saying we gotta push Meek. I'm like, I gotta push me. I gotta keep in front of me. But she's always pushing us to push a little harder, achieve something more, and uh, those two really uh, do that for us. <laughs> um, did you know that your hometown in Maryland has the most fossils of any spot on the East fossils. Coast? Okay. I had to look up something to ask you something you may not have known. Um, what was it like growing up uh, in Laurel, Maryland, and then just, I mean, obviously moving to North Carolina is a little different, but what's that experience been like for you? Um, it's different for sure. I mean, half the time in Maryland, you don't even say hello to someone walking across from you, so that's that's nice. That's a bonus, um, but I do love it. I, home, is, home is something sweet, and uh, 
don't forget where you came from. I mean, come on, those Nats win the World Series. So. I'm a Dodger fan, so I'm going to forget you said that, but I am happy that at least the Nats won. The Nats and uh, Baby Shark, we, uh, we got it done, brought it home. <laughs> um, Julie, my last thing for you. Since you, you are traveling a lot with basketball and we have this podcast, you need to tell me who we should interview next and then what's been your favorite memory uh, with this team so far? Um, I'm going to go with Haley Barber. Uh, she's probably got the most experience, the most knowledge on this team, and uh, I think she'll give you something good. Maybe Shy. Shy. Shy actually just walked in the room, and she looks flabbergasted and confused. Little does people know, Shy loves to talk, and she's really good at it. And I think more people should know. So. And and what's been your your favorite memory on the basketball team in your you know last couple of years here? Uh, favorite memory. Man, her mind's blown. There's so many good memories. So would it would it be the trip to to Boston? Would I mean we talked about the Dominican? That was pretty cool. Um, let's see. Oh, I got one. When it, you know winning the Big South tournament stuff, what what stands out to you? No, it was probably when we were at High Point and we came in. I guess it was our second playoff game last year, and we just kind of took over and played with the confidence I've never seen before. So that was a fun game. What'd you think of Ronnie Fisher's dancing? Oh. Whew. We gotta show him a few moves, don't we? We gotta versatile. Uh, give him a, I don't know, a little update. <laughs> well, Julia, we we appreciate it, and that was fun. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much.